0: guys and welcome to New Paradigm Intimacy podcast. Today I'm here with a good friend and ex-student of the New Paradigm Intimacy, a graduate of the New Paradigm Intimacy, um, Chelsea. So she is now um, qualified as a sex and intimacy mentor and you work with women mostly is what, I'm, what I understand. Do you want to share with us a little bit about your work?
1: Yeah, thanks Vic, so lovely to be on here with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so my work, um, I get a lot of women that come to me that, you know, uh, don't have a lot of confidence, kind of in this like shell that is them, um, and are looking to expand and feel more confident in their sex and in their love life and in dating. Um, and ultimately just kind of, you know, blossom into, you know, not only just like the sex vixen, but, you know, just to kind of blossom into the woman that they know that they're destined to be, uh, or don't know they're destined to be. That's like a really big theme right now that seems to be coming through just this piece of like, I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm going there. (laughs) Um, that's a big piece of my work and yeah, I use, I use the, the sex or sexuality to, really blast through all the layers and the bullshit that society has kind of you know put around us and the mold that that we've been stuck in for who knows how long
0: love that yeah I feel like um it's so curious hearing where people end up after the new paradigm intimacy you know it's like there's so many different pathways that open up and I particularly love yeah that you're speaking to because it's just like the not knowing and I feel like that's a big part of what the the kind of, sort of pleasure modality brings. It's just like our relationship with the unknown, and I find that a lot, no matter where they kind of end up, it's sort of like whatever career options that they end up in, is this sort of thread that I'm watching, which is the, the very well yeah. Um, there's like a sense of like the the threads that open is just like the capacity to be with the unknown and to not need to know where it's going but just to really feel that trusting as you kind of free fall into the into that space of like I don't know what's coming next but I'm sort of trusting that free fall as I as I as I fall into that place and I think it is that it's kind of like the juice of what happens in the body like when we go into our body there is a sense of um, there is a sense of uh, not knowing where we're going not knowing like what actually comes up as we start to to feel those parts so yeah i'm just curious whether that that's resonant for you of what's come through from the new paradigm intimacy for you
1: Mm, yeah um that has been a theme probably for my entire life of like i don't know what i'm doing because um when i reflect on that there used to be a lot of judgment around that and i think i suppressed a lot of that so Um, I ran away from a home when I was 15 and then again when I was 16 Um, and I didn't know what I was doing. Obviously, I'm a kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but um, I had to do it. And yeah, ever since then, it was just like a spiral of I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because you're a kid. You don't really have guidance or protection or any type of direction. So that was just like a common theme of mine. And there was a lot of judgment around that as I got a bit older and as I became a mom, I was like, wow, I have to know what I'm doing. Like I now have a child, you know, like there's like this complete flip. And yeah, it was a lot of that needing to know what to do. It spiraled into just a lack mentality and, you know, just survival. Well, I was already in survival, but it was a different kind of survival for me. So it would create a judgment when I didn't know what I was doing and just this massive piece of just having to have control and now stepping into, you know, I got into a, a very comfortable lifestyle when I became a, I like a, um, a software developer in a for an insurance company. <laughs> it was very, very comfortable um, and safe. It's like you you start to allow yourself to give yourself permission to kind of like find yourself a little bit. Finally we we finally get out of like that survival. If you come from like a traumatic background and you're finally out of that there comes like this space of like, oh, this is kind of boring. You know, the chaos is gone, this is boring. And in that boredom, I think it's just an invitation of creation. And that's kind of what happened. Um, And I just kept following, you know, little crumbs here and there. And that's when the Institute kind of popped into my life. Um, And then it created this, I don't know again, and yeah, I have to admit there was some excitement, but it was mostly fear. Like there was a lot of fear, so much fear of like, what are you doing investing in, you know, this basically mystery school? I don't know anything about, I wasn't even in into spirituality that much. Like I was just starting to get into it within myself. I didn't know anything about like ritual, ceremony. Um, I didn't have any witchy friends. Like I was very much in my own little safe bubble. Um, but yeah like this like looming I don't know and just like okay fuck it I'm just gonna gonna hop into that and ever since then like it has been I don't know after I don't know and I'm still right now sitting in this space of in my business like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing um, but I'm still kind of following you know not excitement because it's excitement feels very superficial and surface level but more of just like well, arrows. I'm just following my arrows. Now now I have words for it. Before I didn't have words for it. I'm just following my arrows into my direction. And um, yeah, that has just, when I reflect on it, it's always, always rewarded me. Yeah. I feel like you've just
0: touched on, um, you know, the, the, the biggest kept secret of most geniuses and most entrepreneurs that are successful, yeah. they don't know, <laughs> you know. And there's this sense when yeah. we see people on the internet or in our lives that are doing something really well, this idea that they've got it all together, they've got a plan, they know where they're going. But actually the plan is to just trust that aliveness, to trust that eras that are actually vibrating through the body. And I think there's mm-hmm. something in uh, just seeing where all of the you know the graduates are kind of going up inside of that, that that thread you know and it does take you where you want to go like you said like as you're sitting there telling me you don't know like as i've already chatted to you about like you have your high-end clients and you have like your systems and things like that so there's an i don't know but there's also just like a thread of like oh yeah that's what's next that's what i need to pull through just to kind of like reach the next layer of the of the i don't know space you know so mm-hmm. um yeah I mean I'm curious to like hear from you like you know there's been a massive transition like I know now you've like quit your job um you know you've, you've you yep. did the new program, you quit your nine-to-five job which you know is the safety net whatever that is <laughs> and um and now you're you know in the world and you're actually like following that part of you that aliveness that eros that um you know that place of like moving with your freedom like and, you know, really, I think what you and I have been doing today is just reflecting on that space of, like, where we've come and where we, where we want to go. And I know for myself yeah. it's been a, a journey of, like,
1: mm,
0: of trust, of, of finding that inner space inside of my body where I can upwell from. Not a lot of crazy birds where you ask am just muting you. <laughs> um, the space of this upwelling. And I guess that's what I want to like talk to you a little bit about today is just like, yeah, and like how do you connect into that upwelling inside of your own body? and what is your process beyond the thoughts of I don't know, you know what happens when you come into your into your being and you start to feel the electricity that takes you one way or another? And you spoke a little bit about how it is actually a feeling. Um, and I'm curious of what that feeling feels like for you.
1: I love that question. Thank you for asking that. Uh, That in itself, I feel, has been a practice. (laughs) Um, The practice of learning to trust yourself and a practice of, I guess, trusting yourself to go there (laughs) as well. Um, And then a practice of feeling what's, you know, eros or pseudo eros (laughs) is what I've been calling it lately. But ultimately that practice is self-pleasure. I'm trying to think like, when did I begin the Institute? I feel like it's been a couple of years now, I think. And I remember when I, the first time I tried to self-pleasure, I didn't have any music. I think I might've been under my covers in my bed. And now I'll be like naked in front of my mirror some days and just like full on, like, you know, just in my essence. Um, And that to me just kind of shows like, you know, just the evolution and just, you know, the continual buildup of coming into yourself to to feel that, um, to feel safe feeling that. And um, yeah, to trust yourself to go there, trust yourself enough to go there. And whatever comes up you know trusting that as well um the feeling um yeah like it definitely there is absolutely like this this full-on like pleasure like orgasm or orgasmic kind of feeling but it, it's there's a warmth because it kind of grounds itself in the heart so it's, it's it feels a lot more refined um I can't remember exactly what your question was. But I'm just kind of tuning into what the felt sense is. And yeah, I just remember um, in the beginning stages, it's like I don't understand the purpose of this. Like there was a big piece of that. Like what what the fuck is the point of this? I remember thinking that in the beginning. And again, this I don't know. And like what am I doing? Like those voices, I feel like have never gone away. <laughs> it's just they kind of get quieter.
0: Mm-hmm
1: kind of just like stand in the background after some time and you just yeah as you begin to trust yourself and essentially feeling um and trust like this this sexual energy that's just always present I feel um you begin to kind of there's a part of you that kind of steps back and there's another part of you that just you know allows it to kind of to like lead you I'm getting more of a visual right now so I'm, I'm trying to find words for it but yeah a big a big piece of that is just the trust um, and I think that has been really 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 healing for me to learn to not only just trust myself but to trust something that feels bigger than me yeah it's really how I experience
0: it in my own body it feels like the, the It feels like the body is like an oracle for me, you know? Mm, mm -hmm. And instead of looking outside for a book to give me the answers to what I need to do with my life or what my, you know, parents or people in my life have done before me. And I feel like this is where the pleasure piece comes in as well. It's like, yeah, when we go to pleasure, there's like a trance-like state and the the body just knows Mm -hmm. what to do. It knows how to move. It knows how to breathe, you know? It knows how to do all these things. And once I'm in that trance state, it's almost like I just get all the answers. The clarity comes. And this is really what I learned when I started doing self-pleasure as a modality. I started to see everybody that came to me or had different ideas of what sex was or how things moved. But the thing that they would always leave with was, was the same, was just clarity.
1: And I felt yeah. like
0: that was what kept coming back to me was just like, there was a clarity. Almost like whatever, I, whatever they asked. And, and that's when I started to recognize like, as sexuality practitioners we're not here to teach people how to have sex you know or to be yeah. sexual it's yeah we're just here to actually take remind them how to get home to their own body and to trust that that trance like state that comes
1: through in pleasure mm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely that that's i think that's probably why um sex coaching was never really on my radar because you know you look at the mainstream And all you see is like 10 tips to get him hard or, you know, it's like things like that, kind of like literally telling you how to do something that our body naturally already knows how to do. Um, So I love that you touched on that because that was a huge thing that never resonated with me. Like you see, like YouTube is just full of just full of people giving tips. Hey, can you give me tips? And that's what I've noticed with my TikTok as well, since I've been like posting a bit more. And I know that what I post is very different than um, a lot of the the sexuality and wellness things that are on there right now, Um, because they're all like tips and like how to's and like science based stuff, which obviously we need science, but um, it just feels very like it hurts my head sometimes. And I'm a software developer, right? So like, it's just funny when I think about that, but (laughs) Yeah. So my, what I post is very different. And so it just never resonated with me to tell people how their sex should be. And then now I'm like, this is what I was trying to say. Sorry, I lost the thread there. Um, My TikTok people now, when I post like some insight on how to like bring them deeper into their own body, someone will be like, oh, how do you do that? Oh, can you, what, do you have any tips? And like, that literally almost irks me now when I hear someone do you have any tips how to do that how do you fix that like there's nothing wrong with you first of all that's like my common thing and I think I think that in itself triggers people but I'm just constantly trying to bring them back to their body and yeah what I've just what I fucking love about this work is yeah like it just takes away all the rules and there's just so much freedom when you come back into your body and you just kind of let go of Yeah, all the all the the how-tos and the tips and all, all the things that other people are doing that works for them and just kind of figuring it out for yourself. And it just that in itself is so fucking healing because you just just accept where you're at. And you know, you just kind of peel away all the bullshit that we be we already came in with, all the conditioning and yeah.
0: The Institute of New Paradigm Intimacy is a globally recognized year-long program that qualifies you to become a practitioner of the self-pleasure modality, assisting clients in how to open to their pleasure and create transformation in their lives. There's never been a better time for you to follow your calling and make a difference in the world by just being you. If you're curious about joining one of the fastest growing industries, reach out via social media or our website, newparadigmintimacy.com, or send over the syllabus.
1: I just like that you about that. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean something I always say is like um, you know, the mystery, the unfolding of what's happening in the body happens before science. Like science is the animal mm-hmm. of what we're literally journeying with. So it feels like we're just taking a step back, you know, and even those how-to yeah. is something that people it's like whatever happened in their body had to be taken up in their mind to be communicated out. And I feel like it was cutting yeah. out the mind, taking people back into, into what's right there inside of them you know, and I mean, this is what I've loved about watching your journey as well, like this massive blow up of like TikTok and stuff, is, I think it's because you, you know, for those who don't know, Chelsea's hitting like 6 million views on some of her TikToks now, and it's been this a of being to. that's what the aliveness is, you know, people are feeling the aliveness of, of her message as she's bringing it through, and that for me is like yeah, that's, that's what I actually feel like people are actually responding to inside of these TikToks. Even if it is a how-to or a science video, it's not the information that they're actually having a response to. They're having a response to the aliveness that the person is able to transmit when they actually bring through these little videos. So yeah, I kind of want to touch on that a little bit. Um, I know that, you know, you said it's been a couple of years since you left the new paradigm intimacy you've kind of gone out into the world, you've like, I, I, you know, I was there with you with the business pieces, being like, right, how are you going to crack this, this piece, you know, and then just seeing you go for the stage of like, okay, now my videos are hitting 1 million, now my videos are hitting 6 million, you know, and now you're at the stage with these sort of like high ticket, um, you know, uh, ticket, high ticket clients that you're working with. And I mean, it's up to you if you want to share like what your high ticket price is now, but I'm definitely curious about that, because you know, what I see from so many of the people that come through the New Paradigm Intimacy is that they're there and they're making an investment in themselves that feels perhaps bigger than some investments they've made in themselves in the past. And there is this, like, faith sort of leap of faith space that I see my <laughs> see these students go through as they sort of invest inside and into themselves in this way. And, you know, you're two years down the line and I feel like you would have been, you know, you probably would have had your... Um, made your money back however, you know, however many times over and what would have been different, you know, if you'd have stayed in that job. It's just like the, the the stretch can seem so big, but there's something in the magic of just like really trusting that faith as it comes through. So yeah, maybe you want to share with us how much you're charging your clients nowadays, or maybe you just want to share with us a transmission of like what that faith was like for you as you went through it. Um, I just had
1: to unmute you. Yeah, uh, the faith for me is actually really fascinating. Um, so I definitely want to speak to that because again, like it was just this big, I don't know. So I think the faith was always kind of like on the on the but I never had a word for it and I never really fully understood it or like, you know, what that meant for me until very recently. Um, so I had been in my, my, my corporate job throughout the whole time studying at the institute um even after and um yeah it was it was really challenging for me like really really challenging for me because I started to realize like I was in a I was working in a place that was predominantly men um there was a lot of sexism going on and I would see everyone around me getting promoted and I had been working there longer than a lot of people and there was just a lot of like frustration and resentment building up inside of me. So my faith was really being tested. (laughs) Um, Really being tested because, again, I I didn't realize that at that time that I was going to quit my job. Like that wasn't even in my radar in the beginning stages of the Institute. Um, I just knew that I was doing some kind of healing and I could help people by doing this path that's all I knew I didn't really have any more steps than that so the faith there was like I myself was healing in ways that I thought I was already healed in Um, peeling back layers that I literally just didn't know was there Uh, basically I was very numb very very numb (laughs) and um, yeah so going fast forward a little bit um, to the space of now I'm starting to realize that I do want to quit my job. I actually hate my job. I didn't realize that because I was so fucking numb. <laughs> I fucking hate my job. This is not what I want to do. And now kind of leading into like, oh shit, like this this can actually support me in some kind of way. I'm seeing a lot of women that graduated from the Institute, you know, making six figures even. I wasn't anywhere near there just yet. And I'm still not quite there, but there's this faith piece. Um, but yeah, just seeing so many people graduate, making you know more than I was making at my safe, fucking frustrated software development job, and um, yeah, just feeling this fire inside of me, thinking like, oh shit, like this, this, this is real. Like this can be something. So that's kind of when I started having an understanding what faith was a little bit more. I think and thinking like oh okay you know now i i really just need to you know have a bit more trust and and faith like this when the words started coming towards me and so yeah i kept going and i i don't even know how this came about but once i quit my job again trust and faith kind of came through but then i started leaning into like what's my relationship with god like i always hear like universe and like spirit right? Like, that was, like, you know, but I'm, like, holy fuck, like, I I actually don't have a relationship with God, and, yeah, I started to lean into that more after I quit my job, and I just got chills. That's kind of when everything started to change for me, Um, and this may trigger a lot of people, and you know what? That's that's your shit, not mine, but um, once I started to lean more into, you know, what God was for me, and I started yeah I just I just started to realize that this I don't know piece there was a lot more safety in it because you know there was something higher of a higher power that did know you know it did have some kind of plan and was leading me and guiding me and you know organizing if you will and every decision that I'm making um and that's when I started to to actually like lean into like oh fuck like faith like this is a real fucking thing to have this faith um and I and this is what's wild to me is that as soon as I started to heal and mend that relationship with God that's when everything fucking just like kind of blew up for me (laughs) like it was like simultaneous like holy shit this is fucking real this is wild it's kind of spooky but I love it (laughs) beautiful
0: and your relationship with God—I mean, share with me a bit more about that. Like, is this experience of like uh, something that's come from your body? Is it something that's like to mm. you as external? Like, how do you experience God inside
1: of your inside of yourself? Yeah, thank you for asking that. Um, it's it's definitely both. I feel it's, It is very much in my body. Like, I I have experienced some very intense moments even in self-pleasure with like God um which was really really beautiful um this felt sense of just like love and as well as external um
0: you know this this sorry to interrupt this is actually something that I see a lot of people experiencing with that clarity piece that I shared it's like yeah the layer of like for me what self-pleasure does is actually find that space where like, there is no uh out there and in here it almost like creates that unified field that I that i yeah experiences perhaps god or uh, you know this opening of just like oh there's actually like there's no like here's me uh, kind of putting my will out onto the world it's like right. i'm just moving with that synergy of life, so I'm, I'm curious if that's sort of how you experience it for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, that's something I've been kind of leaning more into when I'm actually, you know, tuning into, like, offerings, or, like, programs, or those sorts of things, uh, allowing this kind of, like, will, if you will, <laughs> to kind of move through me, and um, yeah, for one, it, it doesn't feel like I'm alone, like, I remember before always feeling like, I'm doing this on my own, it's me, I got to do this thing, you know, and now it's more of this energy of yeah, like like this unification, like you're kind of speaking about of, of, um, you know, it's not just my will, it's not even my will at at all, like this actually just wants to be birthed through me and like done through me and be shared through the world. And, And it comes from the space of like, ah, I'm doing this on my own to now I'm like, I'm doing this, you know, like with with like life, with someone yeah. yeah with life yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean
0: putting, I don't want to put words in your mouth like maybe with God maybe with life whatever the words are that want to come through but yeah. it's like uh yeah and I, I think that's probably the big difference it's like when you're starting to sort of make those investments of in yourself and, and kind of jumping into those leaps of faith it isn't about like um, for me, it's not like, okay, I'm just gonna take a leap of faith. It's not like some whimsical thing in the wind. It's not like, okay, I'm just gonna launch this program. It's like uh, it's like you're starting to feel that the life, that life that's vibrating. And one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you about where you feel that in your body, and you answered it so beautifully, like that feeling of like connection into your heart, like this groundedness. And that's when you know you're following your eras. For me, that mm-hmm. is like the same piece. It's like when there is a grounded feeling of like, actually, like this is the path. And actually this is like, I'm not needing to do something. It's just like life is meeting me as I'm moving towards something that is, that I know the world wants. And I think mm-hmm. that you know, we're calling it, you know, sexuality practitioner, we're calling it the self-pleasure modality. We're calling it all these words, but realistically it's um, yeah, it's like something that's being supported by life, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like we're seeing this kind of influx in, um, sexuality like for me like you know the sexuality practitioner industry it's one of the fastest growing industries right now and I think that is not because the world needs to have better sex <laughs> I mean they do yeah. <laughs> but I think like yeah. the major thing you know, that people are getting from having that better sex is to be able to move with life to be able to mm-hmm. like you know let themselves have that feeling of not feeling alone just like the trust and the and the unraveling as sort of as life takes us where we need to be
1: mm, yeah absolutely I, I feel so like a lot of truth in that um because I've been when I reflect on because I've been I've been like for me since I was a child like eroticism was always very very alive like even when I was like, you know like five like just kissing boys just for fun and like early child child uh, like sexual abuse, like things like that. It was just always very alive in my field. Um, Mm -hmm. Reading erotica, like till I was falling asleep when I was in my teens, like it was just very alive for me. Mm -hmm. And um, Oh, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So as I started to actually be sexually active, um, I've had moments of like, yeah, feeling that oneness um and just like love and you know all of a sudden you have like this fit of like crying tears like you just like you know like I just call it like the the, this ocean of grief but it's really just joy um because it's so beautiful and then having some other partners where and like being in long-term relationships with them and it was just like this like whatever sex like you know it was just it was just just sex just to have it and now coming into like with self-pleasure and experiencing and like actually understanding, I don't know if understanding is the right word, but being able to feel the kind of sex that I wanna have is very, very different. Um, And then seeing how my life kind of reflects that at the same time, Um, I can't remember who said this, but I think it was Mark Gaffney, that sex models life And I've just been able to like find so much truth in that every time I go into sex, like there's this new type of awareness that I come out of it with, Mm -hmm. um, only when I'm actually tuning into it though. Like you can do this very unconsciously and be like, oh yeah, that was just sex. But when you go into it, you know, Mm -hmm. bringing in some more awareness, like you just, you come out a different person every time. Yeah, I
0: completely agree. It feels like it's the, the, the vibration of evolution and and you think about actually bringing a child into the world which is created from sex you know it's like that is evolution you know it's this ongoing Mm -hmm. opening and these like you know it's the door that can't be seen from the conscious mind it's only opens when we when we drop into the body and and drop into that place of pleasure I've really enjoyed this chat with you. I feel like we could just like dive through so many different portals of, of what sexuality means to us. And I really, en- I really just enjoy that. Um, yeah, just like the friendship that has built over this time that we've, that we've journeyed together and uh, and who you've become. And I love watching your success and everything that you're creating. So, yeah, thank you for coming on with me today. And um, would you like to share with the audience where they can sort of find your work and, and hear
1: a little bit more about your story? mm yeah, so um, I am on Instagram and TikTok the most, probably Instagram the most, but you can find me at chelsbra, C-H-E-L-S-B-R-A for Instagram. Um, and then TikTok is chelsbrasexpert, so C-H-E-L-S-B-R-A, sexpert. Um, that was just a play on words to, to not get shadow banned on, on TikTok. Um And then my website is chelspra.com. Beautiful. All right.
0: I'm going to go and look at those websites right now.
1: (laughs) I want to see all the things.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. I love you so dearly. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to the next evolution of your work and who you are as a human being. It's just such a pleasure to watch.
1: Thank you so much, Vic. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Love you too.